This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. It's the Mike Francesa Podcast on the Bet Rivers Network. Hello again, everybody, and welcome to the Mike Francesa Podcast coming to you after tonight's giant debacle. Uh, against the Cowboys as we uh, put the finishing touches on the Sunday portion of week one. We still have one very, very big game to get to, the Jets and the Bills tomorrow night, and we will do a podcast directly after that game tomorrow night, as we will hear. As always, you know that we're brought to you by Red Rivers. Go to the Bet Rivers app for all of your wagering needs. And remember, get extra value this football season with Bet Rivers Squares. Win up to $10,000 in bonus money. Bet $10 in same game parlays on any game with the square icon to earn a square. And you can earn up to three squares a game. And you know what? It's a fun way to play. It's like the Super Bowl 100 box, you know. You know, the score going one way, the score going the other way. You get three boxes. If you make a couple of wages, you get uh, one for $10, and you get some action, and you can pick up some uh, Bitcoin if you get uh, very, very lucky. Now, okay, we were looking forward to this game all day. I was. I went through the schedule today. I bounced around and watched all the 1 o'clock games. I bounced around and watched all the 4 o'clock games. There was some interesting stuff to get to. I will get to that in a wrap-up program later in the week. Injuries and everything else that went on. Week number one, you always take with a grain of salt. There's always going to be upsets. There's always going to be blowouts. There's always going to be some strange decisions. You know that going in. But this is a little different because this was the Cowboys. This was in prime time. This was circled on the schedule forever. And this is a division game against a team that has dominated them, okay? This is something where they wanted and needed to prove something going forward. Home to the Cowboys. And we've talked about this. I've talked about it uh, many, many times. There is a division in the the NFC East. The Cowboys and the Eagles are way ahead of, of the Giants and then Washington. We know that. The Giants surprised last year. They were brilliantly coached. As I said to you many times, I thought they were coached better than anybody in the league last year. I have thrown nothing but bouquets at Dable and his staff. His defensive coordinator was a hero last year. He did amazing things. They stole games. And I've said to you all along, I think the Giants are in very good hands. I think they have a front office now that knows what it's doing. They have a coaching staff that knows what it's doing, and I think they are very set, very well set for years to come. That has not changed tonight. But let's be honest, okay? This was not just a loss. This was a very big game on their schedule. It's game number one, of course, okay? We know that going in, but it's not a normal game. Prime time, home, Cowboys, okay? Division 
the whole thing. It was a very important game to make a statement. And the statement that the Giants made was that they they are not ready to play with the top of the NFC East. They are not ready to play with the top of the division. And that maybe, maybe last year was done with mirrors and that they're not nearly ready to take the step forward that a lot of people thought they would take this year. Now, I have said all along, I could see the Giants being improved this year. They're improved on paper. Yes, there were some things that you're questioning about. You're still worried about the offensive line, although it looked improved, okay? You're playing kids at both corners, which is very dangerous, and they both had problems tonight, as you would expect. The bottom line, though, is this game was an utter disaster. It was not only a disaster. It was an utter embarrassment, and it was an enormous step backwards. Dable has to take a hit for this game. The coaching staff has to take a hit for this game. The Giants have to take a hit for this game. This game was a total disaster, and it never got better. They didn't come out and make any adjustments in the second half. They didn't come out and show any pride. Do I think the Giants quit? No, I don't think they quit. I think they gave effort all the time, but they were overmatched. The fact that they couldn't drop back and protect their passer on a simple pass play is alarming. It's alarming. It's damning. The Cowboys could sack them every single time they wanted to. They put pressure on the quarterback on every single pass play, not once in a while. This wasn't a case of, you know what, the ball bounced a little weird, as some of the giant homers will say. Nonsense. This was a game where they couldn't compete in the basics. They couldn't block the Cowboys. They couldn't keep the Cowboys off their quarterback. Yes, the game started in a fluky way. When you get a blocked field goal, okay, that goes for six, it's a devastating play. There's no question. But you know what? The Cowboys executed it. The Giants didn't block it, and it happened. But the pick six and the turnovers were because of the pressure that the Cowboys put on in every facet of their defense, especially with their pass rush. And remember, I've told you this time and time again, the problem I have with the Giants is they still need Daniel Jones's legs to be an imperative, a pivotal part of the attack. At some juncture, that has to change with an infusion of talent. Not that he can't run at times, but that he can't have to run to get the ball down the field. He made three big runs on that first drive when they moved the ball down and then settled for a field goal, okay? The field goal gets blocked, 6 nothing. all right? You get a pick 6, 13 nothing. Turn the ball over, it's 16 nothing. I understand that that can happen in a game, but the bigger issue was they were getting knocked around. And what I didn't like is the Giants don't score before the half. And the and and they come out, there is no adjustments. The Cowboys go right down the field, stick it in the end zone, make it 33 to nothing. And you know what? Right there, you know there's nothing left for this night. That first, that second half statement was made by the Cowboys. Here we are. Hey, we're not fooling around here. Boom, 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 touchdown. 33 nothing. And then every time you drop back to pass now, we are going to knock the heck out of your quarterback. And they did all night. They wound up with seven sacks. 
they had at least two more sacks that were negated by things that happened on the field, mostly a couple of cowboy penalties, maybe a holding call downfield, whatever it was. They did sack the quarterback, I believe, nine times on the night. Nine times. Think about that. Nine times. You are not talking about a team that you can take seriously when their quarterback gets dropped nine times in the opener. I mean, it's utterly ridiculous. And nobody, and listen, Dable got as much credit and as much praise as any first-year coach I can remember taking over a team in a very long time, and he deserved every bit of it. He looked, and he looked, he looked the part. His game plans were good. His adjustments were good. He got through to his players. They played hard. He gave his defensive coordinator the room to do what he needed to do. They came from behind on numerous occasions, and they shocked the world. Yes, they got their ears pinned back in in the playoff game against the Eagles. All right, it happened. They showed there they weren't up to the challenge, but you didn't want to see them couple that with an opening game here where they got their doors blown off. This wasn't bad. This was a nightmare at MetLife. This was a complete nightmare in every way. This was a total embarrassment. This was hide the women and children and avert your eyes. This was a bloodletting this evening. You can't get beat up worse than this. And I am not telling you that the giant season's over. You know, they're not going to do anything this year. Nobody's going to say that after week one. And they get a blessing that they get Arizona in week two. A blessing. Because Thursday night in week three, they are in San Francisco. So they'll go to Arizona. They'll stay out there. They'll get ready for, for San Francisco. San Francisco is so ultra impressive today in Pittsburgh. And one of the three real quality teams in the NFC, especially when healthy, the bottom line, though, is you get Arizona. If they had a tough game in week two, you could be looking at an 0-3 start. Here, at least, they're going to get a win against Arizona. Arizona today lost 20-16. to It shouldn't have been that close. Washington handed them two gift touchdowns and, and turned the ball over uh, repeatedly. If not, this game would have been, it would have been a 17-20-point win for the Redskins, who aren't very good. That's how bad Arizona is. Arizona's the worst team in the league. If the Giants don't beat Arizona in week two, I'd be stunned. Now, game three is going to be very difficult. Uh, Thursday night game, short week at San Francisco, which is, again, one of those teams where they are on a level. The Giants aren't there yet, not even close, as they showed tonight against the Cowboys. See, this one, as I said, is not going to completely derail the season. But I'll tell you this, it knocks them off the track. This is a game that you're not going to dismiss. You're not going to put away. You're not going to just dismiss in a week and say, oh, we're fine. No. You're going to have to beat a good team. You're going to have to show you can block a decent pass rush. Not beat Arizona. We expect that. They're going to have to beat a San Francisco 
or compete well against a Dallas or a Philly or somebody like that before we say anything good about the Giants again because of the fact that this is going to linger. The fact that they were not only beaten, they were embarrassed. They were mortified by what went on tonight. They couldn't compete. There was complete mismatches, play after play after play, with their offensive line going up against the Cowboy fronts. The Cowboys were laughing on the sideline, laughing, and making comments about, don't put the ball in the air again. Don't try to drop back the pass again. I mean, it was that bad. It was that non-competitive. And that's something that's not going to go away in a day when you're trying to take that leap. The Giants came into this season trying to solidify what they accomplished last year. They accomplished a lot. They surprised a lot of people. Nobody expected them to go to playoffs last year. Nobody expected them to pull out the games they pulled out last year. How did they pull them out? They pulled them out by not turning the ball over. They pulled them out by using Daniel Jones's legs. They pulled them out by having an accurate field goal kicker. They pulled them out by some really brilliant blitz calls by their very aggressive defensive coordinator in very key spots that allowed them to come from behind against teams they weren't as good as. And yes, they won a playoff game which elevated them to a status that they haven't achieved in a long time. Everybody believed again. And I'm not saying now that nobody believes in Dable or that's all been dismissed in one game. It's not. But this wasn't just a loss. This was a game that will leave lingering doubts until they are erased about the kids playing in the secondary, about the people playing on the offensive line, about a coaching staff that got nothing but bouquets last season. This was ugly. This was embarrassing. And this can't just be, hey, we move on to the next game, we turn the page. Some losses you just can't turn the page from. This game has been circled on the calendar for a long time. At home. Dallas Cowboys, who have owned the Giants, owned them, division game, week one, prime time, the nation watching, full house, looking to take that next step forward and show you belong and show that you've put those bad years behind you. All you did today was make it look like last year was done with mirrors, And that the last game you saw last year was really the true statement. They backed up that statement with another disastrous performance. One that was utterly embarrassing and never got better. I am not saying the team didn't give effort. I didn't see one bit that the team didn't give effort. What I saw was they were overmatched everywhere. Everywhere by a Dallas team that thinks it can go to a Super Bowl this year. And you know what? Dallas has got to answer its own issues. At coach, at quarterback, we know the kind of defensive personnel they have. We know what they can do to a team. We know how good they can be on defense. 
We know they have weapons on offense. And we know that they're on a different level than the Giants right now. But you wanted to see the Giants close that gap and prove that last year was for real. Instead, all they did was provide us with question marks that are going to have to be answered and doubts that are going to have to be proved otherwise. Right now, right now, off that first game, there are nothing but lingering doubts about what this team is. This was a quantum step backwards. It's not, it's not defining. It's not definitive. But it's up to the coaching staff and the players to prove that that's not the case because they took one big, big, enormous step backwards. And they showed that they have miles and miles to go before they can compete anywhere near on equal terms with the Eagles or the Cowboys. That's what they showed. This is a game that, like I said, is going to stick to the ribs. Yes, it's week one. And we always talk about, we always use that adage, hey, do not, do not let week one define a team. That's true. But sometimes things are so overwhelmingly bad and the mismatches are so obviously glaring that it it shakes you up. And tonight was that. I wanted to see some remnant of competitiveness. I wanted to see something that you could build on. You got nothing tonight. Absolutely nothing. So, like I said, a big part of the NFL is the next game and who you have in the next game. They have a very tough Thursday night game a week from Thursday. Very tough. Couldn't have money that would be tougher. But they get a gift game first in Arizona, and they better make good use of that. I can't fathom that they won't, but that's not going to answer the questions that were created tonight. And there were a lot of questions that need to be answered that were created tonight, and a lot of doubts that were put forth with this just putrid, embarrassing effort. You wonder what they were doing in preseason. My God, this was awful. Back after this. You're listening to the Mike Francesa podcast on the Bet Rivers Network. You know, this Yankee season, uh, I thought it was just ridiculous that anyone was talking about them competing, you know, for the postseason because they won a couple of games, you know, against the Astros, caught the Astros the right weekend, and then won a couple of games against the Tigers. I mean, come on. I mean, that was a crash back to earth. We knew that. So that was silly. But at least Dominguez was going to give you something to really get interested in. Yes, some of the other kids like Volpe and some of the other kids, but Dominguez was really off to a terrific start, and he sure looks the part, and then you hear about today's injury. Boy, that just puts another damper on what has been a brutal season. It really does. I hope that it's, we get better news in the days to come, but boy, that's not the news you wanted to hear today. Now, one down, one to go. We look forward to that 
giant cowboy game for a long time. We could not have crashed the earth worse. Now comes round two. Round two. We have waited a long time for Aaron Rodgers to take the, take the field. You know that I feel that Aaron Rodgers has a lot left, a lot in the tank, and I'm expecting him to play really terrific football. We know what Green Bay did today. So Green Bay can puff its chest a little bit and say, hey, we knew what we were doing all along. That's one week. And that's the Bears. Let them do what they do. This is about the Jets. And this is about this team. And the Jets have talent. The Jets have a terrific defense. Is it all the way there yet? No. It's got to it's gotta develop a little more identity before it becomes one of those defenses that you talk about. Because the great defenses have identities. They have personalities all to themselves. And let's see what this team develops in that regard. But we know that they have a quarterback who can carry them, hopefully pass their problems. But I worry about the offensive line even more than I worried about the giant line going into the preseason. And look what the giant line did tonight. And I worry about the coaching staff. But this is going to be fascinating right from the start. And let's be honest, they have a brutal first six weeks. They're going to see Buffalo. They're going to see the Cowboys next week. They're going to see the Chiefs. The Pats are always a problem. The Pats still have a defense. And the Pats were one bobble away from today from maybe winning that game against the Eagles after spotting them a lot of points. If the kid had got his foot down, inbounds, they would have had a good chance to get the ball in the end zone and win that game. As it was, you know, if they didn't get a two-point conversion call back because of a penalty, they would have been, been at least in overtime in that game. So they were competitive today with the Eagles. You know they'll be competitive when they show up. And the Chiefs. So, and the Eagles. So you're going to see a lot of the top of this league very early. And it's imperative that this team gets off to a good start right from the start. So this Buffalo game is fascinating. Couldn't be a bigger opener. One down and a very important, a very ugly one down. And now an even bigger game, I believe, for week one. Can't wait. It's going to be a heck of a Monday night. We'll be on right after the game as we were tonight. We'll see you tomorrow. Thanks for listening to the Mike Francesa podcast on the Bet Rivers Network.